0: Hello and welcome to the Tillage Edge with me Michael Hennessy. This is your regular update for all your tillage news and advice. In the past few days it's great to see the slightly longer evenings. I can hear the birds starting to sing and a little bit more colour coming into cereal fields. Farmers have been gearing up to start land work, with some farmers on lighter land already beginning to play their land. There are a few growers of winter seed in store and they will be anxious to plant this seed, but time is certainly running out for this operation. Beans are probably the next crop that farmers are going to consider planting. Beans benefit from early planting both in terms of yield and early harvesting. This is the first of four podcasts looking at protein crops and the potential they hold for Ireland. In this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Kieran Collins, a tillage specialist in Chagas, to discuss planting beans in the coming weeks and how to get the best from this crop in 2023. So Kieran, you might give us an idea about the area planted in 2022 and also the yields in 2022 and how they compared to the long term average.
1: Yeah, last year we had 9,200 hectares of spring beans. Now there was also some winter beans as well. And I suppose if you look backwards since the introduction of the protein payment in 2015, the long-term average of spring beans has been around 9,500 hectares. So last year was very close to, to that average. In terms of yield, Michael, it was an excellent year for beans overall. However, there's always... Uh, ups and downs, and slightly more variable uh, yields than other crops. But but six point one tons per hectare last year was was the average yield. So that's two point four four tons in in uh, per acre. And again, if you look at the long term average since fifteen, is five point four. So you know last year was was above average, which which was a good signal really.
0: So, Kieran in terms of those yields last year, any idea? why those yields were as good as they were or did it just follow the trends maybe of some of the cereal yields which were also really good?
1: Yeah I think that's the first point overall yields in general were, were good I suppose a favourable a favourable year really I suppose one of the key things with beans is that they don't suffer stress particularly around flowering time you know and that stress can be environmental it can be a late frost it can be you know bad weather cold too hot uh, it can also be caused by disease, you know, um, say a lot of chocolate spot around that time can cause flowers to drop off. So I think we didn't have those things last year. And I think that was a, a contributory factor anyway.
0: Although people would also, uh, you know, often associate beans and drought or being in dry ground and, 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 and drought coming along the line. We had a lot of dry weather last year. It, it just did. Did it come at just a slightly the wrong time or the right time, I suppose, maybe for beans? Yeah, I, I think the crucial
1: period is is in around flowering. So if you get that drought, maybe in, in May or even early June, it it can have an impact. Um, when that dry weather comes later, it doesn't appear to have the same impact on yield. So I think last year, and there's certainly, you know, some of the lower yields, I think we could have identified drought as being part of the issue there. But like certainly where the better yields were, I think, you know, drought wasn't an issue last year, I would say.
0: Okay. So, Karen, you know, there's there's good yields, there's reasonable amount of area there, there's reasonably good yields there. The government in the background have a, quite a big ambition to increase that area over the longer term. You might just tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I suppose if we look at, Say farm to fork, um, you know, the ambition there is to have more native sustainable protein in the EU. So the government obviously have adopted that. We have seen documents like Ag Climatise, which actually targets 40,000 hectares of, of beans in Ireland. Um, the new cap, um, which will run for the next seven years, uh, or sorry, up to 27 has a fund now of 7 million and that's an increase from 3 million in in the previous regime so what you're looking at there is dividing that the area into that fund so the ambition there is to support twenty thousand hectares of of legumes. So that could be peas, beans, soya, lupins. But ultimately, beans will will be the majority of that, certainly in 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 the short term. So, you know, if we can get up to twenty thousand hectares, that's a protein payment of three hundred and fifty euros a hectare. However, in the interim, while we're that area is progressing up, you know, if you take this year you know, that payment could be much higher. That payment could be four, even 500 euros a hectare, depending on the area sown. So the area last year was 92 of spring beans. But if the total area of legumes there went up to, say, 14,000 hectares, that would be 500 euros a hectare. If we went up to, say, 17,000 hectares, that would work out, I think, about 400 euros a hectare. So that's kind of the variability that's that's within that payment
0: and Karen, with that is there a maximum payment that, that the government are going to pay out on that
1: yeah it's five, five, eight, three would be the maximum payment but i suppose the signals are that that would be unlikely i suppose uh, unless the weather deteriorated and, and and crops weren't sown you
0: know okay so in terms of the, the finances then how how does that work then into I suppose the overall gross margin is all that needed to support a gross margin for it to be similar to a decent crop of cereals, or is it better than that?
1: Yeah, I I mean ultimately it comes down to the protein payment, but I suppose basing our figures on a on a protein payment of five hundred euros a hectare for. T- 2023, Uh, our cost and returns figures this year would show that the margin from beans would actually be twice that of spring barley based on on average yields for both crops. So financially, beans really stack up um, for the year ahead.
0: Okay, geez, well, that's that's it. that everyone should be listening, listening now at this stage. I think that's that's a serious amount of money, but that's all well and fine saying that's what the potential you can actually make. But in terms of local markets, you have to be able to sell the stuff at the end of the day. What sort of local markets are out there? Is everyone looking for beans or is it is it a bit mixed? It's a bit mixed.
1: Yeah, it, it really depends on, on you know, the area that you're in and whether, you know, as you rightly say, there's no point growing a crop if there's nobody in the local area to, to purchase it. So I suppose if anybody's considering beans, the financials obviously stack up um but you need to make sure that you have a commitment from somebody to to purchase them at at harvest and and it does really depend on on the area but i think we're seeing um we've seen it from the seminars going around this year there is more interest from um the local trade and merchants in 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 supporting beans this year i think
0: okay and of course the other side of it then is 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 the potential for mixed farmers to potentially feed it to their own stock. Is that is that a reasonable prospect or is it is beans harder to work with maybe than some of the existing grain they might have on their farms?
1: Uh, yeah, they can certainly be fed to, to your own stock. I, I'm no expert on the nutritional side of the house, but like I know that beans they are an excellent source of of protein and energy, and uh, in fact the energy is is as good as what you're getting in cereals. And I'm told that the protein is is very easily degradable in the rumen. So so beans in 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 a diet certainly stack up in from the ruminant perspective. Um, to feed them, really they need to be they need to be rolled or or, or sometimes Sometimes they grind them as well so if you if you have a facility to roll them certainly that's that that is an option on 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 farm
0: getting into the practicalities then for so if, if a farmer has decided that beans is for for the farmer in a particular year is there or what consideration should a farmer take into consideration in terms of field selection first and foremost
1: yeah i i, I suppose if i was a first time grower growing beans i would choose a very high fertility field i think that that ultimately is 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 crucial um you know you can substitute obviously with 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 p's and k's uh, phosphorus and potassium but you know any of the trials that we've done would show that you know uh, Beans almost respond a little bit better than cereals to a high fertility site, you know, so I certainly would go there. The other thing that's vital and can sometimes get lost because we, we try to sow beans early in the season is pH. You know, make sure that pH is 6.5 or, or, or higher, you know, get lime out if, if if that's required. But that's that's a crucial factor as well that we've seen in, in people that, that get good yields beans.
0: Okay, and, and the phosphorus end of it uh, from trials, that's also a very significant thing to have relatively high in the in ground?
1: Yeah, I mean, as I say, a high fertility, if, it, if it's index four, obviously you don't have to apply any, but, but certainly... To, Target um, target an index three, but what we've seen from the trials, you know, where you are say an index one, and you have obviously a phosphorus allowance that you can apply there in the form of say 1020 or oh seven thirty. You still with, uh, with with the chemical application on an index one, you won't make up the difference that you would have got say from an index three or even an index four site.
0: And of course, Karen, the difficulty there is is not uh, quite the same as cereals. You're 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 trying to plant these beans quite deep, so trying to get that fertilizer down beside a, a, a bean that's way down there is is particularly difficult.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. As I say, like I would go for, especially for a first-time grower, somebody new to beans, you know, is is try and if it's suitable,
0: try and pick a field that's that's got really good fertility. Okay, great. Um, so from that point of view, then when should people start planting beans? This is a, a bit of an open
1: question I you know Leona Murphy who did some work in, in in Chagas on this over three seasons found similar yields actually from February March and and April planting However, I think there is an advantage in getting them sown earlier, especially on lighter or drier soils. Now you would target a heavier bodied soil um, and going back to where we started a while ago in terms of, you know, that drought stress, you might be able to alleviate a bit of that on on a heavier soil. So that would be the first thing. But I think there might be a slight advantage in in being a little bit earlier, uh, certainly on on lighter soils. I suppose, put another way, I wouldn't let the opportunity of fine weather pass from now until, say, mid-March without getting them in. You know, I don't think there's any advantage in delaying and and, and waiting, really. So I think, Michael, in summary, there's a a wide window there. But I think if the opportunity comes sooner rather than later, I think would be the advice.
0: Kieran, just in terms of is there any different recommendation in terms of the lighter or the heavier soils in terms of a seeding rate? Or do we kind of pick in around the the dissimilar kind of seeding rate? And I suppose before we start, what is the seeding? What is the right seeding rate?
1: Yeah. So, like, if you're planting in the autumn, you're 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 talking about a, a much lower seeding rate than say later in the spring. Um, and I go back to Leona Murphy's paper there in that was done work that was done in Oak Park in 16 to 19 i think the range was as broad as as 13 to 38 seeds with with um, an average of about 25 but i think for the earlier part of the spring, you're on the lower end of that, maybe maybe to get to about 25 uh, plants per square meter. And then as you go later into the spring, maybe heading in towards March, maybe increasing that to 30 and and, and 35. Uh, in terms of seeding rate as well, it's vital to look at the thousand grain weight because that can have a massive influence on bean seeding rate. So like if you if you're looking at say a thousand grain rate of five hundred, you might be looking at say one hundred and seventy five, one hundred and eighty kilos per hectare. But you know if you get up to six hundred, that'll increase that to over two hundred kgs per hectare. So it's important to to do that calculation before before you sow.
0: Okay, so it's a can be a relatively high um, seeding rate in terms of varieties, Karen. What sort of varieties are out there, or is there much of a choice in terms of? Maybe a different site, what people uh, or, or what way people should go in terms of those varieties.
1: Yeah, I suppose there, there's two main varieties really available. And working off the, the Department recommended list, uh, Links would be the highest yielding variety. Uh, it's approximately 72% of of the seed that's available this year, um, so that 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 will obviously be the biggest variety out there by by some way. There's also a variety called Caprice. I think it's about 28% of of the seed that's available. Wouldn't be as high yielding in the Department trials, however, it does have higher protein so you know that's just something to keep in mind uh, especially maybe if you're if you're keeping them for 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 your own use Um, there's also another variety on the recommended list called uh, Victus I think there might be a very very limited amount of seed available and I suppose maybe a trend of what we're looking to going for future markets it's it's low in some anti-nutritional compounds um, like vicine convicine so you know that would probably be targeted maybe at higher higher value markets
0: i suppose in terms of farmers are getting the crop into the ground um the next one then really is around pest control is there there is a you know, farmers would talk about pigeon well i suppose crows more so than pigeons but certainly um pests can be a little bit of a problem is there is there any actions farmers can take to try and minimize those risks
1: yeah be uh, crows are going to be number one you know, and especially if you're sowing crow, sowing beans um in the early part of the spring um they'll 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 dig down until they'll find the seed. So I think um for people sowing early try and get them down as deep as possible so some of the direct drills then they really suit direct drilling this time of year if you can get the ground dry enough to, to work those drills you can get down down maybe four or five inches you know and that keeps them away from the crows now ultimately when the beans will come up they'll they'll then start pulling at the stalks to try and try and find the seed but I think um getting them down deep is is, is certainly an option is is the, is the is the best way to keep crows away from them also so some people are, are actually still plowing in beans and that's that's proven to be to be quite successful as well. So getting them down deep anyway is is, is probably the initial thing of, of getting them away from crows. And I suppose once we get into the season really I suppose uh, bean weevil is is always something that you're you're watching out for as well and um, they produce these U-shaped notches on, on on the leaves, but it's the larvae actually that that do the damage to the, the root nodules so that's something maybe for for later on in
0: the season. In terms of planting them deep, can you plant them too deep? Certainly people would be worried about cereals planting them too deep, but for, for beans, can you go too deep?
1: Mm, no, I don't think, well, within reason, obviously. Um, You know, people have have, have ploughed them down to five and six inches, maybe even a little bit more with, with without any any um, complications. Obviously, they're going to take a little bit longer to, to come up, which maybe is no bad thing when you're sowing them um, at this time of year.
0: Okay. And finally, then weed control, because um, the, the, the uh, I mean the products available are kind of narrow. What's the best way of going about trying to control weeds in beans?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Michael, because... really you've only have one opportunity and that's pre-emerge really so most of the herbicides are are pendimethalin based you know so you're talking about the likes of nirvana really would be would be a quite common one stallion there with chlomosome and defy would 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 also be an option as well but i think the key message here is pre-emergence you know get it on get Almost when you get your seed, you're nearly as well off to get the herbicide as well, so that you're you're ready to go. There is a post-emergent option in in Bazagran. Um, it's a tricky enough product to use, and it's it's got a, a limited enough weed spectrum, so you know. Um, it's pre-emergence for the broadleaf weeds, really. Now, you can do grass weeds and beans are absolutely fabulous to tidy up grass weeds on a farm. And that can be done post-emergence there later in the spring. All right. But I think for broadleaf weeds, pre-emerge is the, is the message there.
0: So for pre-emerge herbicides, should a farmer be considering or trying to roll that ground or is it even possible maybe this time of the year? Is it necessary maybe from the point of view of of, of pre-emerges? And I suppose well, just the last question that does the pre emerge need to go on almost directly after sowing, or is there a little bit of time between planting and when it comes up?
1: Uh, there is a little bit of scope. Yeah, there is a little bit of scope, but I, I, I think I would plan to do it um, as soon as possible because, you know, if the conditions have been good enough to sow it you kind of hope that it's good enough to do the herbicide as well. The danger with waiting is that the beans start to come near the surface. The weather is bad and you haven't had the opportunity and and, and you miss the boat. So I think, you know, get, get it on really as soon as you could, um, soon as you can. I think in terms of, of seedbed is important, Michael certainly for all pre-emerges you want to avoid um cloddy soil so if you can if you can get a fine tilt that that will help the activity of of the pre emerged herbicide all right
0: brilliant that's great Kieran. thanks very much that's a it's a brilliant update hopefully it'll give people a really good indication about how to go about it and 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 where to go about it i suppose more, more importantly uh Ciarán, thanks very much for your time um and look, we'll be chatting to you uh, again in a few weeks no bother. thanks michael So that's it for this week. And my thanks to Karen for joining me on the show. Look out for the next episodes around the protein series over the next few weeks. Also, keep an eye out for the spring cereal seminars in your area over the next number of weeks. You'll see more details for this at www.chagas.ie. Finally, don't forget if you enjoyed the podcast and recommend it to a friend or colleague. And as always, rate, review and follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And for more information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Michael Hennessy, thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with more tillage news and advice.